Light Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. So tomorrow sees the 17th annual lecture, Nelson Mandela annual lecture. It will be happening in Soweto. It is also the 20th anniversary of the Nelson Mandela Foundation. Uh, On this very 20th anniversary, we look at the legacy that Mandela is going to be leaving behind. But there is a specific theme that will be looked into tomorrow that I think all of us should be thinking about very, very carefully. Uh, The announcement came through that uh, Chief Justice Mukhoeng Mukhoeng will be leading the lecture tomorrow. Now, I just want to welcome uh, Luzu Gogodi, who's a director of communications at the Nelson Mandela Foundation. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for joining us, uh, Luzuko. Thank you, Pamela. Thank you very much. I mean, all everybody's all hyped up. The guest speaker himself is somebody that is world-renowned mm-hmm. and South Africa celebrates throughout. The choice on using Chief Justice Mukhweng Mukhweng, tell us about that. Uh, South Africa at the, t- at the time uh, at which we are now requires a lot of uh, uh, reflection and introspection. The things that are happening in the country, uh, whether uh, they relate to poverty and inequality or violence and all the other ills that our country faces. Uh, we keep pouring resources and uh, you know, short-term solutions to these. But I think at re- in reflection, our Board of Trustees uh, had a deep conversation and a deep thinking uh, about what exactly needs to be done. And the mandate they gave us was that, look, maybe the, the key thing here is that we have neglected our constitution as a country, as society, but also uh, as institutions that deal with uh, social justice. And we need to re-anchor our work around constitutionalism. And we've been doing this work to bring in the knowledge and advocacy around the constitution, what it means on a day-to-day basis. So it's not just about using the Constitution to go to the Constitutional Court to win a case. It's not about rights. It's not about um, legal matters and, and the legalese. It's about how does it reflect or translate into my daily living? How do I enjoy being a human being and being a South African and being a contributing person in the country because my Constitution allows me? And that is how we focus on the Constitution. And therefore, who best in the country to deliver a lecture that would anchor this message that says constitutionalism as an instrument for transformation. Who best to deliver that message than our Chief Justice? That is our thinking and that was our rationale. It's a mammoth task, Luzuko, because, uh, you know, of course we have the annual lecture, we have a big stage, we have lots of audiences and there'll be a big discussion after the lecture. I want you to tell me how you're going to take that spirit forward, going on to the ground, as you said. Mm-hmm. How are we going to take that message to the ground as a Nelson Mandela Foundation and other stakeholders? We really need a, a collective effort here uh, by civil society organizations. There's a lot of work that is done by the Human Rights Commission. There's a lot of uh, work that is done even by organizations such as Amanda.Mobi mm. and many other partners of the foundations who are looking at the kind of challenges that we have. And, and we are having a lot of dialogues with them, one to try and understand the intricacies of the uh, challenges, but also the solutions that they provide. But also, how do we use those solutions as models? So, uh, 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 Human Rights Commission, the Nelson Mandela Foundation, and other organizations that are doing this work are not going to pro- solve all the problems that we have that are caused by people not enjoying their constitutional rights. Uh, it's the models, it's about the knowledge and, and, and awareness that will help. How do we then 
transfer that and how do we replicate that with uh, using platforms such as um, uh, that are driven by the state that have resources but also the private sector how does everybody get on board and say we're now going to ad- drive advocacy programs we're now going to ensure education uh, is prioritized that early childhood development centers have the right uh, 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 nutritional uh, uh, options for children, uh, 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 material for learning, so that their minds and their early their uh, brains of children are stimulated and are grown properly, and that physically they are tra- they, they grow uh, in a way that helps them to become active citizens, not just in terms of their active activism, but also in terms of their physicality. So what we say here is that we're going to have to now think about translating those aspects of our constitution mm. into actions that we now can collectively put into programs. And that, for me, is an important element of our work. And as I talk about early childhood development uh, uh, program, Camelo, uh, mm. we, out of the uh, Thomas Piketty lecture mm-hmm. in 2015, we listened to his lecture, which was really exposing how we've been complicit in creating this inequality mm-hmm. uh, and entrenching this poverty in our country. And we've then set and, and engaged in this extensive research program with uh, universities such as the UCT and other research institutes to find solutions that are more sustainable and more long-lasting around how can we intervene uh, on issues that pertain to poverty and inequality. Hence, one of the outcomes of that was look deeper and closer into the issues that pertain to children, especially at the early childhood development stage. Mm-hmm. Now, that's one of our programs as the NMF. At the foundation here, we are now driving that program, and we are uh, uh, working with early childhood development centers, we're working with Discovery, we're working with other institutions that are training facilitators and practitioners how to cook, how to play with children, how to read to them so that they actually develop, how to become ready grade R. Mm. That, for me, is the kind of investment you need out of these big lectures. You know, Luzuko, I mean, I, I'm going to ask you this only because I'm sure you've done some research, but by no means is this your responsibility <laughs> as the foundation. But I'm, I'm fascinated by where where are the missing gaps? Where are we not connecting <coughs> the dots? When you when The world talks of South Africa and its marvelous constitution. So everybody celebrates our constitution. You get the sense that South Africans also understand that they they have a constitutional right to to live and to certain things, right? Because yes. you see South Africans always out picketing and so on. So that gives you a sense that they understand their right to justice. But Absolutely. so wh- where are we missing the link? Why is it not that in our understanding of our rights, our constitutional rights, we are not having them met? You know, one of the things that we have uh, been reflecting on is the, is the, are, are the kind of are the implications of the rights that are enshrined in our of rights. Mm-hmm. And, and the interesting thing is that the only right that does not come with a qualification, meaning the mm-hmm. one that says, uh, the, yes. however, yes. you know, there are yes. responsibilities. Yeah. And, and the only right that comes without qualification is the right to dignity. Mm-hmm. Every single right in the Constitution uh, has to be explained and it comes with certain responsibilities from the person who's enjoying the right. Mm-hmm. And I think what we have not done, or what we have then done, is instead of 
Sefazma, uh, 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 right, is basically neglecting the part where we are responsible both mm-hmm. to give meaning to this right, but also to, uh, 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 to to transform our society so that these rights don't just become um, a legal uh, reference. Mm-hmm. And I think this is an important thing for me is that we, 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 we are trying to take this work beyond it being an issue of law. Right, the, the work that has to be done around constitution has to be about justice, has to be about social justice, has to be about human rights, has to be about t- turning my situation of poverty around and the economy around. How does the constitution play a transformative role in that aspect instead of it being an issue of section what and what allows me to do this, therefore I'm going to do it? It's not just about law and therefore winning a case in court or taking somebody in court. It's about the daily living. And what we've done is relegated our responsibility or abdicated uh, our responsibility uh, and passed it on to court and, and lawyers and not leave the reality of the Constitution on a day-to-day basis. How do I communicate with Penelo uh, in a way that she understands that I am empowered by the Constitution and I am empowering her through the Constitution, right? Without getting lawyers in between us. And that for me is an important part is that we now need to start the advocacy work that is going to elevate the role of the Constitution in our lives beyond it being just a matter of law. Let's talk about the tomorrow. What is happening tomorrow? What time should be people tuning in? Where should be people stationed? It's a big one. We're going to Soweto, right? We are going to Soweto, where Matiba lived for 46 years. And we're saying 46 years because we're also counting the years that Matiba was in prison, uh, because that was his home. So if you talk about his address, uh, even as a prisoner, that home in Orlando was uh, remained his home. And therefore, we say Matiba lived in, in Soweto for 46 years. Uh, we are going back where he lived. Uh, it, it, would, it would be at UJ. Uh, Soweto campus that in Bezo Hall. We open the gates at 10 o'clock. We hope that people will come early because we don't want the congestion around 1 o'clock when we close the day, the, the door. So at 1 o'clock, we, sh- we should be just seated. We're preparing for uh, the, what, the program that will start inside. And of course, the broadcast will start uh, at 2 o'clock. Those who will not catch uh, or will not be able to uh, 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 drive or fly to Johannesburg who are living in far-flung parts of South Africa because we would like everybody to, 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 to listen and to be part of this conversation. We are so grateful to the SABC, uh, both radio and television uh, platforms of the SABC will be broadcasting this and making it accessible to everybody around the world, not just in South Africa and not just those who are going to be in Soweto, but everyone will have access to this. So, yes, tomorrow... It's the day uh, where we will be listening to this and we wish that, uh, that everybody will listen so we can all be galvanized and, and, and move forward uh, in doing the work around the constitution. Thank you so much for, for making the time to talk to us, Director of Communications at the Nelson Mandela Foundation, as we look forward to tomorrow's 17th Nelson Mandela Annual Lecture. It's going to be happening in Soweto. SABC will be broadcasting it live from 2 o'clock. So you do stay tuned to SAFM as well. We'll be bringing it live to you tomorrow.